This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Just when it was looking like this season was already being chalked off as a long procession to Manchester City lifting the Premier League. Finally, the blue half of Manchester has hit a bump in the road. Not only have they dropped points to newly promoted Wolves, but they've also been plunged into crisis. And not just any old crisis. Because this, according to a fair few footballing websites, is a keeper crisis. Thank God for that. Because it was already looking a bit boring, wasn't it? It's just a shame that the crisis that has the Etihad rocking is in fact an Achilles injury to the much maligned backup keeper Claudio Bravo. The player who was often cited as Manchester City's Achilles heel in his first season in England has actually hurt his Achilles heel. Stick that in your song, Alanis. A little too ironic And yeah, I really do think It's like hurting your Achilles heel When you've been labelled A team's Achilles heel In fact, the crisis is so low-key you won't see anyone other than the footballing websites in their hunt for delicious clicks getting themselves into any real lather about it. You never want to see players get injured. And I wish Claudio a speedy recovery, but City still have their number one available in Edison and some youthful backup in the form of the recalled Aro Muric. It just would have been better if maybe they had a promising young keeper with first team experience, someone like Angus Gunn in the team, or a journeyman stopper with something to prove like, say, Joe Hart in the ranks. Just saying. Stick that in your song, Alanis. A little too ironic. Oh no, hang on, we've done that, haven't we? Move on. If you really want to go on the hunt for a crisis club, then QPR's not a bad place to start right now. Five games in, and despite a win this weekend, the London club are looking at the wrong end of the table and are conceding faster than the UK government on Brexit. Oh. It's beginning to look like maybe bringing in Steve McLaren wasn't the wonder solution the board were looking for after all. Who saw that coming, eh? After being sacked six times in the last three years, seven successive failures in his last seven jobs, and an uninspiring 23% win ratio at Nottingham Forest and Newcastle United, you'd think he was just the man to steady the ship at Loftus Road, wouldn't you? In fact, things are so bad for the hoops right now that some fans are calling for the ultimate break glass in case of emergency appointment. With Atek Bulko asking, Anyone got Mick McCarthy's phone number? And at Chris2182547 suggesting, Mick McCarthy's currently without a club, just saying. They are actually asking for the appointment of proper football man Mick McCarthy. Jesus, I didn't realise quite how bad things were. It's obviously not poor old Sleeve's fault though. There are problems at the club that run far deeper than coaching and team selection, with financial mismanagement meaning a massive fine and transfer ban handed to them under FIFA Fair Play rules. A multitude of issues that were highlighted by former Palace owner Simon Jordan, who was speaking on Talk Sports, who also came up with potentially the greatest analogy of all time, whilst talking about the money madness at QPR. You have to look at the genesis of these problems. Harry Redknapp in the transfer window of 2013. I would no more let Harry Redknapp preside over my transfer dealings autonomously than I would let a syphilitic nutter run round my brothel if I was a brothel keeper. 
I'm not sure if he's suggesting that he actually does own a brothel and that he has actually banned Harry Redknapp from it, but it does throw up all kinds of really concerning mental images. It's also a little bit unfair on Harry though, isn't it? We all know that his dog makes his big financial decisions for him. <laughs> Meanwhile, at another crisis club, things are starting to look a little bit on the up. Sunderland are in the top half of League One and it's early days, but there are hopes that the Black Cats could bounce straight back up to the championship this season. But the really good news is their brand new signing, Max Power. You may know him from his spells at Wigan and Tranmere, but you probably know him from sharing his name with an episode of The Simpsons where Homer Simpson picks himself a brand new, more dynamic name. Homer Simpson, uh, Max Power. Oh, hey, great name. Yeah, isn't it? I got it off a hairdryer. Well, Max has scored in his debut for the club and the social media team excelled themselves by posting a clip of the goal complete with Max's very own Homer Simpson-inspired song. Max Power, he's the man whose name you'd love to touch, but you mustn't touch. Shut down Twitter, close your accounts because it ain't getting any better than that. Max, however, isn't so keen on the comparisons and he pointed out to BBC Newcastle that his name has nothing to do with some animated yellow-faced comedy characters. Obviously, I'd like to get it in now that I was born before that Homer Simpson uh, episode come out, so I haven't been named after Homer Simpson. Does that mean he's named after the car magazine then? Max Power, the one from The Simpsons, is actually the perfect character to represent Sunderland because they share a very similar way of thinking. There's three ways to do things. The right way, the wrong way, and the Max Power way. Isn't that the wrong way? Yeah, but faster. Now, I can't speak Latin, but I'm pretty sure that that's what Sunderland have written under their club crest nowadays. Anyway, it's all bloody brilliant, and if we don't start hearing the Max Power song sung on the terraces of the stadium like this season very soon, then I think I might be done with football for good. Right, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for coming and playing. We will see you again in a couple of days for another episode of Football Funny. Make sure you have subscribed to this show. You can do that however you listen to podcasts. There should be a button in the app somewhere. Or if you want to find the links, head to ontheleftside.co.uk and you'll get the next show as soon as it's ready. I will see you soon. Bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson with additional wizardry from Sean Olson.